guys welcome welcome back to my channel happy new year and merry xmax has passed although i know that i didn't make podcast for like um two months or so so i just want to say welcome you guys back to my show at discussing topics and if you're new here please like and subscribe depending on the podcast app you're using it's your host here lena and today we're going to be discussing about the subject or the topic that's not subject i don't know but whatever you call it uh called parenting i know some people might say uh what's parenting or if you go to the definition of the ones that um the dictionary has given us it says the process of parenting is the process of taking care of children until they're old enough to take care of themselves now mark the last part of the um or should i say the last words of the of the sentence now it says until they're old enough to take care of themselves because i'm going to use this as an example whenever i divulge more into this particular topic so now there are four types of uh, main types of uh, parenting the first one is pessimistic the second one is authoritative the third one is neglectful and fourth one is authority authoritarian so i'm going to be going fully into the meaning of this particular um uh, you know, meanings of this particular um list i made now psychologists have shared like different types of uh, parenting it just depends on the one year old so let's see the ones parents or your parents or other people parents are i can even check mine here to see the kind of parents i have now since children do not come with manuals parents often struggle you know to determine how to raise uh, mentally strong well-rounded and successful kids and you know that can be very hard although some people say parenting isn't hard just just that it's hard but it's also easy at the same time that's the way i put it some parents are very strict while others are you know uh lenient some are vigilant and while others are just distant there are some parents that i know that are very distant for their kids and say that uh all they think about that maybe mostly it happens with rich parents they think maybe mostly what the uh, child needs is money to solve all the problems you know you're not there to you know advise you know guide and all that so and to me that's very bad so if the question is what type of parents do i want to be like you would want to be a better parent than your own parents even though your parents are the best but you would like to be more better than them so um for the type of parenting i've said the type before so let's get over to the meaning of parenting styles each parenting style has different effects on children's behavior and can be identified by certain characteristics as well as degrees of um, responsiveness extent of which parents are warm and sensitive to their children's needs and demandingness demandingness is the instance of of control of control parents put on their children in an attempt to influence their behavior i saw someone say one time that why some child why some kids or why some children grow up liking god is because of the way their parents brought them up and i believe that because if you teach your child not to um go to church you know do some certain things they're going to grow up like like that's normal uh, like I, I wasn't meant to do this but if you train up your child uh in a way in a certain way the child is going to react this that way that the parents actually does because i think there is a problem about, again uh, about this that the apple doesn't fall from far, fall far from the tree so 
I guess that's it. Now, for the first one, the pessimistic parents. Common traits are highly, are mainly sorry, high responsiveness, low demandingness. Communicate openly and usually let their kids decide for themselves rather than giving directions. Rules and expectations are either not set or rarely enforced. Typical goes typically goes through great lengths to keep their kids happy, sometimes at their own expense. Actually, this is not my parents. They would never let you decide. She said to my dad, he would never let you decide. He decides for you. So we are going to get more into this. Pessimistic parents are more likely to take on friendship role rather than a parenting role with their kids. I know some people that are actually like this. I know some of my friends' parents are actually like this. They prefer to avoid conflict and will often acquiesce to their children's pleas at the sign of distress. These parents mostly allow their kids to do what they want and offer limited guidance or guidance. In one way, this type of parenting is good because when you are friends with your parents, you tend to tell them everything. You tend to like lean into them like a friend, more not like a parent. But at the same time, sometimes it's bad because you can't really tell if um you're, if you are doing your child more more harm than good or more good than harm. I don't know, but you guys understand what I'm trying to say. So I think in a way you should be a little bit strict with, with the way you you, you let them whatever they want is not everything because when you just give them all the uh, parti- all this um, particular freedom it tends to get out of the way so the way we also have a saying in Nigeria that when you leave a mad when you give a mad person to uh, ride a car or be a conductor which is like the person that usually allows people to get into the car or bus then you are indirectly the person is going to breathe more mad like he's going to go go more mad so i don't know how to i would explain this but you guys wonder what i'm trying to say but just like giving a mad person something every day so whenever you pass and you don't have something to give to the mad person he or she is going to like chase you or somehow like you harass you like you don't have something to give me today so that's what i'm trying to say in this that's what i'm trying to uh, pass through now the second one is authoritative parents. Authoritative parent common traits are mainly high responsiveness, high demandingness, set clear rules and expectations for their kids while practicing flexibility and understanding. Communicate frequently, they listen and take into consideration their children's thoughts, feelings and opinions. Allow natural consequences to occur e.g. kids fail quiz when they didn't study or uses those opportunities to help their kids reflect and learn. This is actually my, my, my mom. My mom is an authoritative authoritative parents like she guides you she, she gives you rules but she doesn't like really uh she gives you freedom but not completely more like 50 50 you know sometimes she's strict sometimes she's not so she if you do something bad she you know kind of scolds you and teaches you or maybe uh, show you how that thing reflects in your life later on so you're going to be like oh this is actually how it is no i'm not going to do this again so that's actually quite good i like the story that i really take it because you are not into your your child's life and you're not out either so you're just in between you're in between both worlds you are your friend you're also a parent so that's particularly good good so if you're an authoritative parent i give you a thumbs up you guys sound depressed so for the third one is the neglectful parents and that's the worst this is the worst because when you neglect a child the child turns out bad sometimes Sometimes I've seen children that the parents neglected and they turn that good. Just depends on what the kids, what's in the heart of the person, what what's in the heart of the kids. So if the kid is mainly like, oh, my parents neglected me, I'm like, I'm going to be doing bad things, then that's it. But if the kid is like, 
okay my parents are my parents neglected me i'm not going to do that because i'm going to be a parent someday so i, I wouldn't want my child to be um embarrassed by me so i'm going to change and do something better with my life so the common traits of a neglectful parents are low responsiveness low demandingness let their kids mostly fend for themselves perhaps because they are indifferent to their needs or are in, uninvolved overwhelmed with other things offers little nurturance guidance and attention often struggles with their own self-esteem issues and has a hard time forming close relationships so my dad is not on this but i think in some of these particular sectors he chose or he selected a few from them like on authoritative parents my dad selected one from there he selected one from the first one i mentioned and this neglectful parents he said well, which is like let their kids mostly suffer for themselves because he believes that in the, some ways because in the western world which we are, we are in now I'm, Af- I'm from africa so he believes that once you're 18 years old you're old enough to fend for yourself so what it means that you can find the house by yourself feed yourself you know pay your household but there every everything that's are not equal so there are some kids who take time to you know learn all this so you have to guide them you have to like really let them be at their own pace don't like try to you know change them out of your house because they're old enough to fend for themselves you have to like really train them to see this is how life is this is how you are supposed to do so if you change your child out of the house the child might end up doing something bad and you are going to be regretful because you are bad with them so i'm trying to say this because most african parents do this so if you're an african listening to this share this to your parents they need to really stop this yeah, you are old enough to fend for yourself please go but i think mostly it depends on all the african parents though because i think some of them also don't do this because my uncle for instance he even when his daughter graduated he wasn't like you need to get out of my house you need to get go, go go get married even he was kind of not sad but he felt it when his daughter was getting married so we're like ah, i thought maybe you have stayed with me for some time you know that kind of stuff but i think african parents should change this um you of take care of yourself don't follow other parents because they are doing it don't follow the westerners so westerners do it but not all i've seen people that are old enough 25 years still living with their parents that, that doesn't mean that the, ch- the person or the um, the kid or the i don't know what you call them i don't know but the person in question is not going to look for a job and also it's not an excuse not to look for a job because they're saying your parents they are trying to you know get to you are supposed to look for a job and try your best to also you know help out in the house needs so this one is sometimes refers to an uninvolved parenting instead is exemplified by an overall sense of indifference neglectful parents have limited engagement with their children and rarely implement rules they can also be seen as cold and uncaring but not always intentionally as they are often struggling with their own issues yes i also understand that maybe sometimes some parents might not be close to you they are neglectful but they also have issues like they are human beings that they tend to have issues but i think in that sense you shouldn't let your issues get in the way of your family you shouldn't let your, your issues get in the way of your kids because if your kids turns out bad like really really bad like you know, you know when you you are, you are baking a bread and it falls to crisps and you can't do something about it about it you're just they're looking at it you don't know whether to throw it or whether to eat it or something like that so you are going to like be thinking how how did how did it get to this like how how did i let my issues get in in between my family so 
that time the issues would have flown out of the window and you are now into reality like you are thinking where did i go wrong so i think even though you are going to something try try your best i know it's not easy going to some kind of issues and you people are trying to tell you you know motivate you i know it's not easy but you have to help yourself no one's go- no one's going to help you people are just going to give you advice not to try to motivate you but you are on, on your own you're going to stand up and fight for yourself so also this part i i forgot to mention i don't know neglectful parents of like most some rich people are not i'm not going to say most because i've not been to rich people's house before but most of the time what we see in movie or move in movies do happen so i think some parents, some rich parents or some parents are rather, are rather they tend to leave, let their kids handle things like someone will walk up to you and your kid will walk up to you, not sure not someone, your kid will walk up to you and say dad mom I need some help and you're like oh please go to my go to my bag, take some money out of it. You don't even care to know what the type of help the child is seeking for, whether it's an advice, whether it's a guidance, whether it's you know interactive uh, conversations. You're just there, you know, no, what do you want? I want uh, maybe something for my birthday. Oh, sorry, I couldn't, ma- I couldn't make it to your birthday. Just, you know, take this amount, take this uh, uh, gift, take this car. It's what I got for you. So that's, that, that's really bad. So for the fourth one is authoritarian parents. Common traits are mainly high demandingness, low responsiveness, enforces strict rules with little consideration of their kids' feelings or social, emotional, and behavioral needs. Uh, those were the ones that we call Hitler parents. <laughs> Hitler parents is the worst. Like, I have seen someone, many people that had this kind of parents, they, do, they don't let them out. They don't let them do anything. So when the child comes out of the world, it's as if the person is an alien, or she feels, or he or she feels indifferent from the other kids. So uh, this is actually really bad in the sense that first of all she can be prone to all these sex offenders you know because she doesn't really know her left from her right she doesn't know this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm outside this is what I'm supposed to do when I'm inside you know understand that kind of stuff so also people are she's going to be gullible people can easily take advantage of her not only because of sex or anything mostly maybe something about financial stuff and you know a lot of things so i think you should let your child get exposed but not so much exposed just like in between i always really say this in between the two worlds don't let them get like too exposed and don't let them stay indoors always like don't don't keep them cocked up as if they are dragons in in in, 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 in a pile of uh, hibernation so that's 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 very really bad Number three, often says because I say so when their kid question the reason behind a rule or consequences. Some parents do this because I say so. Like my dad will always say, maybe whenever I'm trying to like tell him, this is not what I want to do. I want to do like you are under my roof. You are going to do as I said. No, sir. Please, with all this respect, you are my father, not God. So you're not going to like insist this rule that I'm going to do it. If I want to, I will go ahead. If I don't want to, I will stay. So don't tell me because I'm under roof. What if? What if I wasn't under? What if I have gone out? Uh, maybe I lived on my own. Or what if? Just there are a lot of what ifs. So I, I don't think parents should be using that word because I said so. I think you should try and reason with the kid and see if at a particular point the kid is making some sense. You're like, okay, I think we should do it your way. You understand? So when you become friends with your kids, it's you, you will see the love. It's much easier to communicate. No. No getting angry, no bad words, no you know disturbances. 
they're just going to interact as brothers and sisters or more like friends really even the things that they, are, they, that they can't tell their friends they are going to actually discuss them with you so that's the essence of being a good parent that's the essence of being a parent that is not too strict and not too uh, soft communication is mostly one way from parents to child not from child parents so Sometimes my dad will say, if you want to advise, it's like, why are you trying to advise now? Your father, I'm supposed to be advising you. No, advice goes both ways. A parent can advise a child, a child can advise a parent. It just, demands, it just depends on the age and how the child or, or parents is fit or how uh, 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 the, their thinking goes. So I don't think it should go one way. So this rigid parenting style uses stern discipline, often just rise as soft love in attempt to be full controlled authoritarian parents often talk to their children without wanting input or feedback and once you do this you are <laughs> you are just separating your yourself from your parents like you're separating yourself from your child i'm talking to parents already now once you are once you are an authoritarian parent you are separating yourself from your from your child because your child will grow up being an alien to you like i can remember uh someone that i know that Whenever the person is going to get something new, the, although the person is already grown up, but at some point when you when you have good news going on in your in your family, you tend you like to tell your parents. But this particular person, you know, he wouldn't like. He usually doesn't. The parents hear heard things about him, good things about him. Maybe he built a house, he got married, and all that from outsiders. So you can understand the pain as a parent, learning that your child is doing great, but you don't know. Because the child doesn't talk to you, you know, he hardly even calls you. So you hear, you hear this from uh, uh, your friends or people in the, the same community or people in the same country, uh, village or anything. You, so for me, that's, that's very bad. That's the worst thing that can happen to your parents apart from your child killing you or sorry. That, 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 that's a little blow. Apart from your child doing something really bad, like committing suicide or murder. So... With all this being said, I think children should also like really bear in mind that parents are really trying. So when your parents are turning out to be bad towards you, I think you should also stand up for yourself and you know, speak out. Don't be like, mm, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let them go so that when I grow up and you know move out of the house, I'll do my own type of stuff. No, try and speak out. Even though I know African parents, some African parents can be very difficult, but try and say something. Because most of the time, I think the moms in an African home don't talk. They only talk when they are with their kids. So when it's, it's about uh, the parents in particular, I think this problem is mostly with the African fathers. So they're the ones that usually do this a lot. So I think the mom is like, mm, I'll go whatever your dad says, but not actually doing yeah, something. But later on, they can talk to the kids alone and you know try and advise them or not. But I think that's... That's just messed up in my own situation. I think parenting should go both should go both ways. Be friends to your 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 your, your children and also uh, be close to them and also not too soft because when you're too soft, you're also in the sense of spoiling the child. But when you're too strict, you're also in the sense of you know making the child be your enemy. But if you're in between the two worlds, you're in both ways. Like you you demand for something like you say this is this is what i want you to become this is what i want you to be and you know because they're a friend the way you say it even the tone of which you used to say it and say the word say those words is not like very affirmative 
we're just saying this because we are the friends. We're like, okay, my mom is watching that for me, my dad is watching that for me, my parents are watching that for me, so I'm going to just do this, as she said. And most of the time, when they when they come out successful in, the, in that particular issue, or uh, they they kind of um, get something good from it, they're like, wow, my parents, you know, they are very good people. They they direct me, they guide me, and all that. But don't ascertain affirmativeness. Don't ascertain this like. I said so you do it just say you know try this you know try this way let's see if it works you know uh like my mom said um i told her i wanted to like be an actress you know go into acting my dad was like oh that, that, that that's a very bad course don't go into it it's, it's you're not going to get anything so you must study medicine you must do this i was like you know dad i'm, I'm not i'm not going to do that but at a particular time i spoke to my uncle my uncle was like okay uh you can do the two courses at the same time or like how it was like nowadays they don't study um theater at like mostly universities they are study like there's a good school for it now you can be attending both like okay my mom said yes it's true you can't put your eggs in one basket just imagine you being an actress or also a doctor so i ought i i i, I because of i didn't like um, same blood and all that so because of med- mostly some the particular medicine that we're going for was mostly involved in blood so i just decided to go for psychology so in the sense of psychology i'm also doing some kind of advising studying the human mind as i think it's like the woman's uh, brain and all that the mind and how you react you know so in terms of the, what this person I'm, I'm doing so I'm like, okay, I can do this, you know, you understand, I can, I can do both, so I can go for uh, their schools here, yeah, I think they're also New York Film Academy, I can go to maybe for three months, then I can still continue with my studies, so I don't see it as something very bad, so what I'm trying to say in all this is, as a parent, be equal, be in both worlds, and as a child, try and understand that parenting is not easy it takes a lot it takes a toll on people so that would be all for today if you have any questions please don't hesitate to send them in as you can see if you have if you're on a spotify there's a place that they say q and a so you can send them in but if you don't have if you are not using spotify you can send them in via my email at nmadu.cynthia16 at gmail.com so i'll see you guys on the next one bye ciao take care love you